Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. You are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into this Locked on Browns podcast. Thank you for stopping by. Um, As I will be recording here as well as on Periscope today. So I thank you for all for stopping in. Uh, Had to play the Will Smith summertime uh, music because down here in Dayton it was over 70 degrees. uh, Yep, in February. So today on the Locked on Browns podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about the Combine. The Combine is coming up this week. Uh, I will be over there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, And so there's just a lot of interesting things. So I'll talk first just about in general what I think the Browns are going to be looking for. And then I'll talk just about um, what the Combine's like, some of the outside stuff, um, those kind of things. So that uh, just to give you kind of an inside look at what it means to be at the Combine. And so, again, this is Jared K. Mueller. You can get a hold of me on Twitter, at Jared K. Mueller. That's J-A-R-E-D. K-M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Uh, and so the combine is, is an important piece to the puzzle. I've, I've covered in the past that for the Browns, there's really three major things that are important for them, and that's uh, production. First, in the college level, they want to see production. This is what we know from who they've signed, who they've drafted, uh, the undrafted free agents, all of those kind of things. They really like production on the college level, and so that's going to be vital. But they also seem to really like that high-level athleticism that they can teach up, that they can coach up. And so I expect that we won't see a lot of Browns players who are um, football warrior kind of guys. Uh, Not that those guys aren't good and useful, but I think the type of guys the Browns are going to look for are really going to have some of the measurables. So when you look at um, what Emmanuel Ogba, Corey Coleman, Carl Nassib, and kind of the rest of their draft class, as well as their undrafted free agents, you saw a lot of speed. You saw a lot of size. You saw a lot of length. You saw a lot of things that kind of um, back up the production that we saw from them in college. And so um, I think for the Browns, the combine is really important. Now, the Browns aren't looking at the Vernon Golston type players, the high uh, measurables kind of guys who struggle kind of playing the actual game. I don't think the Browns are into that, but I think they do want to see, hey, this production at college level was that production because they are highly talented or was it more about scheme and fit and uh, bad competition? What was really leading to the production? And so for the Browns, then the third area is going to be about character. And so the character issue for the Browns is really, really important. Um, That's something they value. They don't really want to focus on players with a bunch of off-the-field issues. 
Um, and so that's why like a player like Joe Mixon, D.D. Westbrook, those kind of guys are most likely off their radar for a variety of reasons. Uh, I don't think Hugh Jackson's really that interested in in struggling with that again uh, after his time in Cincinnati. And then just in general, the front office uh, and the, the organization, Paul D. Podesta, the rest have just really made some decisions pretty clearly about off the field and what those mean. And so at the combine, really two of those three areas are addressed. And so there's a bunch of measurables. So you've got um, a bunch of players uh, running and jumping and being measured and and all kinds of stuff. Um, And then you have, I'm not sure why I paused over here for a second, so I apologize for that. So you have a lot of players being measured. You have a lot of players kind of getting those measurables to match up with what the Browns saw in film and what kind of was in production. And so hopefully uh, for the Browns, they're able to kind of see some things that match up. They're able to measure some things that match up. And then the third level is going to be really those interviews. And it's one of the parts that I wish that I had kind of more time with uh, when it comes to, or more access to when it comes to the NFL uh, combine, because that's really where the players get to kind of sell themselves. Um, The Browns are able to interview. They're able to see the players kind of mingling and mixing. It's really an important time for the Cleveland Browns to really get a feel for uh, who these players are. Um, JG, not sure which JG we're talking about there. I don't know if you want Josh Gordon. I don't know if you want Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I think either uh, is really unlikely for this roster uh, for this team, but that's okay. Um, They need a quarterback, right? That's the reality of the situation is the Browns need a quarterback. And I can understand why people have been uh, have decided Jimmy Garoppolo uh, or Deshaun Watson or Mitch Trubisky, whoever they've decided are kind of their guy. I understand why they've decided that. Really cool that a lot of the quarterbacks seem like they're going to participate in the combine this year. But again, the third area that I think uh, many fans struggle with, I know I struggle with, is understanding how important those interviews are. Uh, most of you know that I'm a mental health professional. And so as a mental health professional, I understand why interviews are important. I understand some of the intricacies of what they're doing there. The question is, is how do the Browns value that? What really pulls them uh, towards a player and away from a player? If it was me, and again, I've offered my services to the Browns. They know what I do. Um, And there's been conversations about different things. But if it's me, I'm really looking at where is the motivation? And so what I mean by that is for um, 25% of the population, they're internally motivated. And the other 75% are like me, are externally motivated. And what that means is um, most of us are, if the boss is away, time to play kind of thing. Um, Not that we're all like that and we're always like that. But um, when the cat's away, the mouse will play. you do things for your paycheck. You do things so no one gets mad at you. You do things so you don't get in trouble. You do things so you get benefits. Um, where there are 25% of the people, my wife is one of them. She's amazing. If you didn't see the picture I tweeted um, a little earlier, again, at Jared K. Mueller, um, there is, uh, she she has a bakery, and so she makes this amazing thing called a triple threat. And, and the new one is a chocolate rice krispie treat with an edible cookie dough in the middle and a chocolate brownie on top. And it's amazing. It's awesome. Uh, And so if you're down in the Dayton area, you can get some. Um, But my wife is internally motivated. And what that means is she's going to do what she's going to do no matter what else is going on. 
she's just going to do it. And so doesn't matter if she's going to get paid, not get paid, bosses around, not around, whatever it is. My wife is motivated by who she is as a person internally. And so if I'm looking at a player, that's something that I'm going to value. And so with the combine coming up, I'm really intrigued by uh, who's going to measure right. And so um, as I'm at the combine, you're going to see me throwing out a lot of different videos. So I've kind of got some video stuff set up. Uh, the tripod's over here now for uh, tonight as I'm recording this Locked on Browns podcast, as well as being on Periscope. And you'll see me kind of talk about how do these measurables match up with some production. And so um, as we find out who's going to run the fastest 40 or we find out who you know has the best three cone or whatever it is, uh, I'm going to look at that versus production and maybe some character issues to see, does this player match up with the Browns, right? And so like Malik Hooker is someone who – um, can't test at the combine and may not be able to test at Ohio State's pro day. So it'll be interesting how that impacts the Browns because he only has one year of film. Obviously, it was great. Hooker had a great year at, at, at where I got my master's degree, the Ohio State University. But what will that do to the Browns who can look at some production from one season but has, maybe not has any measurables to look at beyond that from the combine and so uh, at the combine you'll you can expect some of that from me on the orange and brown report again a part of scout media which is also now a part of cbs sports and so uh really a bunch of power coming together to cover the browns uh fred greetham uh will be there with me as well so uh and then my buddy mac robinson who um will will be pushing some stuff out on the cle for me uh, we'll be there as well. And so uh, we'll get you covered out at the Combine. And so just to kind of a little quick behind the scenes about the Combine, uh, been there over the last couple of years. It's just a really interesting place to be um, outside of Lucas Oil Stadium. And what it looks like is almost this little college town uh, that kind of pops up. Uh, India is perfect because you can walk everywhere, um, even though the last couple of years has been freezing. It's been horrible. Every time the door opened, everyone shivers, hated it. Uh, but you can walk everywhere. And so all of a sudden you have all these college kids, agents and NFL executives and some players uh, trying to just kind of start the conversation and all kinds of stuff just kind of descend and all of a sudden take over the town. And so it's a really cool uh, opportunity. I wrote the story last year on the Orange and Brown Report about kind of the walk. Um, and so if you've watched Jerry Maguire, you saw the walk where Jerry took Rod Tidwell down through to talk to see and all the all the media people. But in, in the real world, that walk is actually more about meeting with possible companies to sponsor. And so these aren't just Gatorades and Nikes and Adidas. They almost have their own hotel buildings or lobbies or whatever. That There's that going on. But then there's also all these small companies. There's nutrition companies. Uh, there's everything you can imagine there. And so uh, it's a really unique situation where uh, there's generally a very... Um, nicely dressed young lady, um, tight clothing, whatever, whatever. Uh, and then there's a business guy and there's kind of the athlete guy. And so they're all kind of um, trying to draw in uh, a new recruit for their business, whatever that business is. And so, you know, they get a bunch of swag. You know, I've, I've watched guys walk out with just handfuls of shoes and nutrition bars and drinks and kind of clothes, you name it. Um, but it's always really interesting to watch kind of the dynamics. It, it depends on who's with the athlete. And so what I mean by that is if mom and dad are with the athlete, mom and dad kind of get taken off to the side a little bit by the professional business people. 
and you have the athlete kind of focused on with the young girl um, or, um, you know, the athlete guy with his tight T-shirts and all that kind of stuff. And so the Combine is a really, really cool place to just watch the NFL world kind of come together. And so for me, um, not only is the exterior stuff kind of or the stuff going on inside of Lucas Oil Stadium, the measurements and all of that, and that's stuff that we'll get all of that information um, both from being there, but also just kind of all the reports coming out. It's really all the secondary stuff that uh, really intrigues me and really draws me back to the event. And so uh, two years ago, uh, sitting in Starbucks writing an article, um, is and, and a lady walked in in a business suit, uh, and she walked up to a table full of a couple other guys um, and introduced a young man that was with her, um, 20 maybe, uh, shorts, T-shirt kind of guy, uh, and said, this is Jameis's, uh, live-in babysitter. And so it was a really cool kind of thing. And they sat and talked about how, um, when Jameis Winston, they basically rented him a house. And so the lady kind of talks the story through, uh, to her employees, uh, who were the other people sitting there, just kind of what they're doing with Jameis to keep him safe. Uh, they rented a house. This guy, if Jameis was awake, he was awake wherever Jameis went. He went. And so it was a really interesting kind of story just to kind of be able to break, uh, if you would, uh, during the combine that Jameis Winston had a live-in babysitter because the agency wasn't quite sure about the, his decision-making process. Given some of the things he said today, given a lot of the things that he's done in the past, that's not overly surprising, but just really, really cool. And then last year, um, got to talk to a few of the Browns coaches, just kind of hanging out in the lobby uh, waiting, some of the new coaches talking through what they're expecting, what they've seen, where they want to be, those kind of things. Some of them are not in Cleveland anymore one year later, but um, I think this year is going to be really interesting to continue to see uh, what those interactions are like. For me, it's really cool to watch, uh, get to meet some of the people. Uh, Greg Cosell last year, uh, just talk a little bit about sports, but just relax a little bit as well. There's always kind of a end of the weekend kind of party. Um, last year, I was able to go to what I'm calling an agent's party. And what I mean by that is um, I got to go someplace where they're handing out 30-year scotch for free. And I had no idea. And there were also some mm, professional women, we'll call them. And so the professional women were hanging out as well. Really interesting situation. Definitely not a... Um, place I would normally find myself. Uh, definitely not a place I totally knew how to inter- how to be, how to interact. Uh, had some people with me uh, that I was able to kind of bring along who also kind of felt a little uncomfortable, weren't totally sure of themselves what they should do, but definitely a place to kind of see how the agents of the world live, uh, what goes on in those worlds. Um, they all really figured out quickly I didn't belong there, even though I was dressed up okay. You know, just okay for that, uh, that I didn't belong there. It was uh, very clear to them. Uh, the same way when I took the walk uh, with one of the agents and players, uh, it was really clear to them that I didn't belong there either. Uh, and so they gave me, like, no attention. I got no swag. I was kind of hoping I got a little swag, got nothing. So when we kind of look at the NFL Combine and just kind of so you know what to expect from me, from the Orange and Brown Report, uh, from Fred, uh, from Mac, who's going to be uh, kind of doing some stuff for me for the CLE for me as we kind of get that started to get rolling. Um, and again, obviously on the Lockdown Browns podcast, which again, you can subscribe to on iTunes. You can always get a um, follow on Twitter at Lockdown Browns. 
uh, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, and then me on Twitter at Jared K. Mueller, J-A-R-E-D-K-M-U-E-L-L-E-R. But you can expect really just this, some video, some audio, um, some discussion of what's going on, uh, some behind-the-scenes stuff. Not a real big fan of doing the whole selfie stick thing, uh, but even with the Periscope or with recording the videos, uh, just kind of turning it around, giving you a look. Uh, working on an interview with a player that I think will go third, fourth round, um, Noah's cousin. Uh, so that'll work out as well as possibly some other interviews uh, with some Browns coaches, um, those kind of things. So again, uh, whether it's the Lockdown Browns podcast, Orange and Brown Report, the CLE for me, uh, which is kind of getting off the ground with Stout and with CBS Sports, um, really trying to get you covered. Um, Orange and Brown Report, all about the Browns. Lockdown Browns, all about the Browns really kind of the primary focus there. Um, but then uh, the CLE for me really is going to be a little bit different. Uh, the CLE for me is going to focus on uh, Cleveland sports in general, um, but not really covering the teams per se, but um, looking at different interesting stories, um, looking at things that in just a little bit of a different way, but also kind of looking at uh, the food scene in Cleveland, looking at the Ohio State Buckeyes, uh, looking at maybe the Gladiators, looking at uh, maybe even Cleveland State University, just whatever it is, just a little bit different, uh, trying to create a community for um, for Cleveland a little bit. If everything goes well, one of the guys that I've had conversations about partnering has talked about kind of setting up uh, offline kind of stuff as well. And so whether that's watch parties, whether that's you know bowling events, whatever it is. And so um, at the combine, just expect to see a lot of video pushed out, uh, a lot of audio through Lockdown Browns. Might even just kind of do some little quick five, ten minute Lockdown Browns uh, throughout the day. Um, but again, the combine's a really exciting experience, uh, a really exciting thing for the Browns. So we're going to see: does the measurables match up with the production? Do we start to hear any whispers from the Browns um, about character things, kind of ways they're leaning? Because right after the combine, we go into free agency, and it kind of all gets going really, really quickly. And so um, really excited about this opportunity to go there. Hope everybody uh, enjoys that coverage. Again, the OBR.com, part of Scout Network and CBS Sports, uh, Locked On Browns podcast. You can get me on iTunes and Audio Boom. And then, obviously, Periscope. You can follow me on Twitter, at Jared K. Mueller. That's at J-A-R-E-D. K-M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Thanks for stopping by this Locked On Browns podcast in this Periscope time. And have a great evening and go Browns.